it being free, you know, put it on your on your your roster. The fuck? Did you just like bang your head and shit? What the fuck was that? Did you just collapse? Did you just fucking collapse? Did you, hello, Kitty. Kitty. <laughs> Are you ready? You good? Yeah. Alright, cool. Jesus. Yeah. Right, cool. <laughs> Welcome, Nerd Chowder, a now bi weekly podcast where we discuss stories throughout the week from film, gaming, and tech industries. Today, you got the boys, Lucas and Kenny. What up? What up? What up? Today's show, we go over uh, a little bit more of the Fantastic Four casting rumors and uh, a, a decently short roundup here. But before we get into that, if you hit that like and subscribe, it would be much appreciated. Uh, and I did mention they're now bi-weekly. Um, I think that's going to be a, a better schedule for the, the spring and, and summer That's every uh, other seasons. week, right? Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> just like how you get your paychecks. <laughs> yes, okay. just, just right. like paychecks. Sure. Not everybody, you know, not everybody. <laughs> Um, so yeah, like next week we'll skip it and then the week after we'll be back. So basically Lucas weeks, uh, we'll just start from there. People wanted uh, more of me. (laughs) We have a better chance of making sure that the episodes are covered. So I don't have a, a, another hiccup like last week, Kenny. Hey, my bad. I do do what two hour, two hour advance. Happy wife, happy, happy life. That's true. Um, whatever. So like <laughs> you're like yeah whatever, <laughs> and then when we get locked down for the colder rainier months, you know maybe we'll come back to the the weekly show. But uh, I think it'll be a little bit better uh, and and a little more respectful for our schedules if we just kind of free it up a bit. You know what I mean? So uh, the shows may be a little bit longer if we're covering things from a previous week. Um, but we'll try to keep it, you know, around that one, one and a half hour mark. Um, but they may be like two hour shows, you know, you guys all right with that? I'm fine with it. It's my weekend. Yeah. Um, it's my show now. (laughs) You're like, yeah, I'm a consistent (laughs) figure. Uh, you know, so I mean, you know, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be nice to, to get out, touch some grass and shit. I want to make sure to do that from time to time. You don't touch grass, don't you? I, I really don't. I don't. Not even with my bare feet and shit. Yeah, I don't. You know, you know me and, and, and my feet. And shit. Your your newfound allergies are gonna flare up. Yeah, random shit. <laughs> we're over here fighting off fucking allergies, like goddamn like Greek battle and shit. I just remember he would stare at people on the putting greens, practicing barefoot, and be like, "Dear God." Yeah. That one wouldn't bother me, but if I had to, like, touch, like, rough and shit, like, it's all the space between, like, the blades of grass and, like, the way they interact with the bottom of my feet. And I got flat feet, so more of my feet is making contact with the ground than your average person. So it's like, hey, fuck you. You don't know my, you don't know my trials and tribulations and shit. Um, so, <laughs> so, so, you know, it's like, get out there, have some fun. Um, you know, I figured it'd be nice. I, I think I mentioned it on last week's show, but some of the fantastic four casting rumors, I know I used it for the thumbnail. I'm not sure if I talked about it. It's my favorite one is not in the movie now. Oh, Mila Kunis. Yeah. So I'm done with that movie. Right I now. mean, Marco <laughs> Robbie though, that's a fucking trade up in my book. Bro. <laughs> like I'm down. Like that sounds good to me. I wanted um, to hear the raspy voice. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like, uh, what's her name from that one, that one sitcom from the nineties. Um, the really annoying voice. Yeah, like super annoying voice. Friend, Fran Drescher? Friends yeah, Drescher. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, she's like a smoke show, but she had like. Did you just really voice. compare it to Fran Drescher? <laughs> is that offensive? Well, I'm, just, I'm just bringing that up. Is right that now. A, Wait, a minute, just putting two, two together. Right now. That sunk in. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> is that yeah? I mean, is that too harsh? I don't know. Rewind that. Uh, I mean, she she puts it on for like the show. I'm not saying she like talks like that character, but she definitely. I don't know. Has, I, like, I, more. I watched Mila Kunis in the new um, was it that that '90s show? Yeah. For like the split second that she's really in it. <laughs> That's the only scene that you watch for the show. You're like, <laughs> I'm done. I was like, I'm done with the show. The show sucks. Yeah. I think the world agreed. It was okay. Just like the 80s show and shit. That was bad and that was a pretty bad show. I just shouldn't do that anymore. But yeah, we have Adam Driver. That was the main rumor last week. Um, but we have now um, some confirmation from... What's the name of this leaker? Um... My time to shine. My time to shine. Hello, and this is a very credible leaker that has like pretty much gotten almost everything right that they've that they've leaked. You know, so people are going, they're pushing it, um, but supposedly Adam Driver has accepted the role for Reed Richards. Um, Margot Robbie, um, although she had been approached and and rejected the 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 part previously, she did so because supposedly. Uh, allegedly because she was already like in the dc universe uh, you know she was playing harley quinn and she didn't want it to conflict and yada 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 but now you know dc has kind of reset there's no telling as to whether or not she'll reprise her role um and even then you know she'll still be able to work with james gunn if she did and then at the same time be a completely different character in mcu and she very much looks the part, you know, as as an actress, and uh, you know, it's Margot Robbie. So what? A, um, but what do you guys think about Adam Driver in particular being cast as Reed Richards? I mean, I think he can pull it off. Yeah. Like he has, he has the look. I don't know about the look. I don't know about the look, but he's got the chops. I mean, he's know. played more of the darker, you know, characters. Well, like, Reed Richards, darker characters, yeah, he but a, he has a dark like storyline he's been in some he's been in he does have a little bit of a dark you know backdrop for that character but um not so much you know it's the the first family you know it's it has its its place in comic history and um something for them to like live up to but he has the acting chops and and even then you know a stoic intelligent type um reed richards which was a bit of a vibe that was given off with with Krasinski's, you know, uh, cameo in in Mom. Mm-hmm. Um, you could tell he was a little more like like you know, just kind of like compassionate in the way he was talking, and it might have just been because he was trying to portray like an older version of that character. Well, see, but so, like, what what character version are we going to see for Adam Driver, though? You know, what I, I would like, I would probably think like your scientific, like quiet type, you know, like overthinker so maybe. if it's that type of character then sure yeah but if they're looking for like a more like cleaner version of that i think they could have i think that's what they went with with like the original movies you know it was like it's kind of like a cookie cutter smart guy mm-hmm. character yeah. you know where it's like just kind of like follows rules yeah just you know a nerd and don't yeah. get don't get humor and push the story forward that's kind of how the Reed Richards was played in that, you know, in the original film. So, 
I could see a lot more acting in regards to like inner conflicts and, and, you know, maybe like relationships, you know, in a less corny way. Cause I think it was part two that was based around their wedding. Yeah. With silver surfer. Um, that was a little more on the nose and, and almost like, um, Sam Raimi type of like slapsticky type of, you know, moment. Um, I could see them, you know, uh, being a little bit more serious this time around and, you know, it's like an actual family, uh, for the most part when it comes to those characters and stuff like that. So, you know, there's room to like wiggle there and I just, it's going to be weird, like watching mom and seeing Krasinski and then seeing Adam driver possibly in the same suit. I don't know. Might be slightly different. Might be yeah. completely different. I'm not sure, but you know, like, are we going to get like the Baxter building? Are we going to, um, I heard that they also cast a thing, but I don't know. I didn't, I didn't get the actor's name. Yeah, I was going to say, it was like, who's, who's going to be the thing? Yeah. The, the human torch is like still being cast, but supposedly the thing was cast as well. But, um, I don't know. Like this is how they pull this off. will basically determine like the next 10 years after they hit the scene, because they're going to be like the big, the big parts of it, you know? And like, essentially you're going to have Fantastic Four and X-Men being like the driving force instead of the Avengers, you know? The Avengers are going to take like a back seat for like the universe. And then the rest is just going to focus around the Fantastic Four and then mainly going to be X-Men, you know? Like X-Men is going to be a giant influence probably. And then Fantastic Four will be able to play with both X-Men and the Avengers and all these other characters, because that's kind of just how they've always been, you know, um, like even down to Spider-Man, you know, there's that whole Spider-Man crossover and shit. So would it be, would it be weird for a female version of the thing? I, they talked about that, but no, they did confirm. I, I I'm pretty sure they confirmed that they're not going to uh, gender swap any of the That'd characters. Be hella weird. Yeah. They yeah, may, yeah. they may do like your, you know, um, it's she hole. So we'll see. I mean, I don't, I don't have any issues with Adam Driver as an actor in particular. Um, I just, I think, I think, <laughs> personally, <and shit. laughs> he didn't shit my yard. Um, He's a cool guy. Yeah. Good, good soup. It's, I just, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't, like Margot Robbie, hundred percent, but like Adam Driver in particular, it's like, mm. He's only 50-50, uh, bro. Yeah, I'm like, I'm pretty 50-50 on that cast. Right. But I do like the guy. And I think that he's like, probably the best thing of the new trilogy. So, you know, as as a character and as, as you know, an actor. Uh, he did kind of come off as like the most valuable in all those films. Um, just as like the chops that he brought. And I've seen clips of other, other you know, more dramatic shit that he's been in. Um, and he does really well, you know, so... You know, we'll see what it is, but, you know, I just wanted to see your guys' opinions. It's just Kylo Ren. Yeah, it is hard to unsee that. I do like the SNL clip or skit, you know, where he's the undercover boss. Have you guys seen that? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's hilarious. Yeah, where he has, like, the really glasses good. on. <laughs> yeah, where he does that really <laughs> awkward, like, thumbs up and shit. Like, it's all, like, that shit's funny. And, like, the fact that he got away with that, like, Disney, like, allowed that to happen was, was yeah. pretty cool. Um, and it still felt like you know it's like it's it feels like a skit but at the same time it's like, it's like I can imagine this this is this is actually pulling it off I'm getting this Star Wars vibe um, but yeah you're like you know we'll see 
we will see. I mean, he may be, he may actually be funny too. You know, he might actually bring some humor to yeah, that role. I mean, um, I'm I'm gonna hold judgment until actually like we get confirmation of like the whole cast and yeah. actually see like a trailer. No, Kenny, we stay full judge. The entire <laughs> yeah. Full judge. Full the, the arms crossed. Like, it just depends on if you lower your arms or not. Like, <laughs> um, and then you shrug your shoulders at the end like, all right, I can do that. I guess. Yeah. Seven, <laughs> out, seven out of ten. It's fine. Whatever. You know, he's not, he's not, you know, he's not chained down by any other property at the moment. You know, his Star Wars, you know, his character is kind of done you know so it's like you know i mean unless he's part of the reason like the new project yeah i mean we'll see uh but yeah moving on uh you know that's a, a another a, a topic that i'm sure that we'll come back to until this movie is released we'll probably be talking about it because of how monumental it'll be but you know i'm sure the focus will switch over to x-men once the, that that kind of comes into sight as well um I guess, you know, moving on here. Another showcase, boys. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Ooh, another one. Yay. We got, we got a, what is this, number six? Five? Like Out of like all that, the consoles? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, I mean, it's like they're, it's like, they're the like third lapping. one for Xbox. Yeah, it's like the third one for fucking Xbox. PlayStation, there was two, but really the second one ended up being just Final Fantasy shit. Is this um, another uh, Starfield... Um, you this know, is like, it, it's going to happen and then it doesn't happen i mean hopefully not but supposedly <laughs> this is what they were talking about when they were because it's when happening exactly yeah it's it's like exactly how it's happening where they said that they would have their own standalone show next to the xbox show so um that is june 11th at 10 a.m pacific uh, xbox game showcase starts and then immediately after that they're going to have the starfield direct which, to be honest, uh, my hype for that game has dramatically dropped. My expectations have dropped. Um, you know, in a world of, of fucking Star Citizen, where I've spent over, I don't know, $80 or whatever on that game and still can't really play it reliably, but have gotten an experience on that game to where it's like, wow, you know, you do have this grandiose... Maybe I'll fire that up tonight on stream while I'm drunk. I'm always drunk when I play that game, but it's a very clunky and laggy experience, but what it is is very impressive, you know, very grandiose, incredibly huge environments. You know, you can fly down to a planet and it's generating foliage and, and all this shit and it's like it's like no man's sky with Unreal type graphics, you know. Um but gigantic cityscapes and, and you know, it's like if you want to buy a vehicle, you got to walk up and, you know, to a dealership and actually get into them and check them out and shit like that. Um, I'm tempering my expectations personally when it comes to, you know, how this show is going to go and what they're going to show and what the game is going to actually like end up being and shit like that, you know. And that's all they're expecting with the showcase or is this supposed to be like other games being announced also? Well, I think the, the Xbox is going to have like a number of, of you know, I mean, they're not Sunday. Their talks aren't really focusing on exclusives these days, so I don't think they're going to pop off too much, but it might be some new technology in regards to, like, cloud or um, them being separate. I'm assuming that probably Starfield is going to have, like, more juice, you know, more shit to actually sink your teeth in. It's going to end up like Redfall. 
<laughs> I, mean, I mean i mean we could talk about redfall you know segwaying out of out of that showcase uh, june 11th uh 10 a.m okay um, Pacific. go real quick though with e3 being canceled this year and all these showcases popping up you really guys do you think e3 is this done oh yeah yeah, yeah. this is all we're gonna get now is the showcases yeah I think there's probably something in the background where like they run things shitty and people like hate them for it and you never really hear about it. And like, this is kind of their opportunity to like, be like, fuck you. Um, I just, I don't need a showcase every quarter though. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing with all this shit. And like they're like, scheduling look at Nintendo's and... last one. That one was crap. I mean, it depends. If you're, if you're into all the shit that they showed, then there was a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Like, some people are just... They're tuned into that type of, of game. And and then, like, your COD and, and other... Even, like, like you know, um, games like Redfall and all these heavily advertised games are, like, the casuals. You know, like, they're not... It's like, okay, bro, you play COD, congratulations. Like, fucking the one of, like, you know, how many millions of people that play COD, you know? Yeah. Like, I play fucking, you know, uh, Stardew Valley, bitch. That's what I do. Um, Stardew Valley hardos. It's like, I play fucking six hours a day on that shit. How much you play COD, bitch? Yeah, those are fucking, like, rookie hours. You know, like, that's that's how it is, where it's like, you know, they, they choose games that they find value in. So, like, those, those might have been just banger hits, and we just had no idea what they were, because we're not in that scene, you know what I mean? Yeah, so true, I guess. You gotta respect the, the, the you know, I just feel community. like all the hype that these things do, and then you, you get the game, and then the game isn't to what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Expectations fall. I mean, that happens a lot more frequently in the, you know, the Unreal Editor Universe and like unity editor universe of game development not nintendo nintendo it's like they all have to go through their their gatekeeper which is is nintendo themselves you know so there is a certain level of consistency and quality to pretty much everything that like they release Uh, i mean again it's like you know some people like fucking playing like nothing but pokemon games you know what i mean they got plushies and shit they got their fucking pop figures and they got their their, their trading know. cards yeah they got their cards their tcg and shit they go to their local they go to their local shops on the weekends to for their little tournaments and shit you know um there is that fan base and all that so i just think we're probably disconnected from it so we got no value out of it except for like tears of the kingdom you know which by this point i'm ready to fucking puke over dude like i cannot just Every everywhere I look, there's there's some reference to to that new game, you know. Um, even watching like streamers, like oh, I watch Lyric and he was playing Breath of the Wild. It's like fuck, <laughs> like bro. <laughs> and like I own two copies of that game, and I haven't played like more than like four hours of it, five hours of it. Um, I guess that's not true. Probably closer to like twenty hours, but. And I like puzzles, and I like all that stuff, you know, so it's like, yeah, whatever. But I digress. Um, what were we talking about? We are talking about Redfall, right? And it's, and oh, it's yeah. uh, completely it's obliterated <laughs> upon release. Um, yeah, Arcane Studios, which I thought it was the lol people, but it's not. I'm stupid. It's Riot. But yeah, it's Riot. <laughs> like Arcane <laughs> Studios. Um isn't there is what is it arcane or whatever arcane is their series their netflix series. that's that's riot right which was amazing but... yeah um 
so that's where my my wires were getting crossed there but um you know we talked about this game when it was coming out dishonored not bad dishonored 2 not bad what was the other games on there it was uh oh yeah, the the new wolfenstein the one with like the sisters that was like super woke and shit <laughs> it's like even for somebody who like hates that term it's like yeah this game's pretty fucking like bad and shit like this is definitely they're not being subtle with this one um from being like like people being like holy shit wolfenstein is like really good to being that last one where it was like wow like who the fuck wrote this like holy shit um it was pretty embarrassing but you know, a little bit of a blunder. What was the main issues with this game, though? What was people's, like, gripes with it? Uh, performance. Was it performance? Yeah. Yeah, like, you get, you get like, 30 frames. Yeah, it would, like, be trying to, like, change the, like, just basically load in all the graphics while you're already in the game. Yeah, it was the loading, loading, uh, what is it? Um, all the textures and everything. Yeah, the pre-texture loading and shit. Um, pre-loading textures, I should say. Um, yeah, I mean, I like I, I mean, we talked about it on the show, you know, and it's like, eh, it really doesn't, it's not hype for me. Like, I don't know if people are like, fucking like I almost like can't even tell like if it's a, a game that I'm supposed to like already recognize or if it's like a new one, you know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure I've played this game before, you know, but you haven't you know what i mean it's one of those where it's like damn it's just another one it's like maybe there's a good hook you know like man that's what i'll buy it for maybe there's like just a little twist that makes this one better than all the others it's like advertised too much where you look on twitch and everybody is like playing it you know what i mean and they're all ads you know everybody's being you know paid to play it they're getting their little hour plug or whatever but you know, it's one of those games where it's like, this isn't the new Call of Duty, it's not like the, the new anticipated Battlefield release, or, you know, like the new game, uh, you know, for or a new season for, for Fortnite, or, you know, some new DLC for whatnot, it's like, this is just some game. What was, <laughs> that? Well, yeah, what was that game that uh, came out the same time as um, Overwatch did, like, and it just got shit on? Oh, um, I can't remember. Paladins? No, it was it was something else. Um, I can't remember what it was, but it definitely yeah. Was it Battleborn? Yeah, it's Battleborn. Battleborn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. it's like a it's like a mediocre game that has a really heavy like advertising budget, and um, it just gets pushed hard. So it's I don't know. I'm not I'm not interested. Not not interested at all to be honest. Um, but moving on here, Super Mario Brothers movie has surpassed $1 billion, boys. I mean, it's not a surprise. Yeah. I mean, the last bit, I mean, it's, uh, to me, it's a surprise that they hit a billion. I thought they'd maybe get up to like 800 million or something like that, just based on the numbers. And I was like, it has been in the movies for quite a while. It's not pulling like Avatar numbers and shit, you know? Uh, but now they passed a billion. Um, it's good for them. Yeah, I mean, now they're talking about, like, oh, yeah, we'll make some more Nintendo movies for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, here we go. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we'll get some shit. This is going to be another universe. Um, this one has a lot more to stand on than, you know, the fucking Universal movie monster universe like they were trying to do with um, The Mummy. 
with Tom Cruise yeah. and and I think Johnny Depp was going to be in there as like the Invisible Man and shit and they're trying to set up all this. Then Nintendo they could do that like all leading up to a Smash Brothers movie. That'd be cool. You know, you got a lot of a lot of characters to introduce doing different things. You know what I mean? Um, and by that point, they could be juggling nine different movie properties and each one ends with them all getting sucked away into some, you know, portal or something. And then boom, it's the, it's the, the smash brothers movie, you know, and that's where they all land and they got to fight and it becomes mortal Kombat all over again. Shit. Um, which I don't have on here actually, but they did leak, uh, an announcement that it is coming mortal Kombat. Fucking oh, 62 yeah, or whatever. I was like reading a thing about that. Yeah. The, yeah. the second Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Well, it's like Mortal Kombat 12, I think it is. Um, but yeah, like little members coming out about that. But we just had them get bought out. Uh, so we'll have to see. There's, there's, there's all kinds of crazy shit going down with these, these properties. But uh, first and foremost, though. Super Mario Brothers pulling it in big for the video game adaptations. That's kind of a big deal just in regards to that genre, you know. Can't wait for our Kirby movie, bro. Oh, no. Next one on here. WGA. What is it? Writers Guild of America, right? Yeah. Hollywood Writers Strike in effect. Uh, and then in a roundabout way has stalled out production on Blade. So pre-production has been halted for Blade in the MCU, so... That movie is fucking cursed, bro. Like, that movie personally is cursed. Like, specifically that one. This is gonna have a ripple effect, though, in regards to, like, you know, Phase 5 and 6, you know? Like, when they're gonna get things done and stuff. A lot of the times, you know, haven't been shifted yet. Um, there was a statement made by Disney where they were like, uh, yeah, that's nice, uh, you know, with the writers and all. We, we, you know, you do your thing, but just to let your you showrunners know... Yeah. You know, you guys aren't lumped into that. Which is true. They're not getting paid that same amount. The, the showrunners yeah. are getting paid the most. So they got to put pick up the slack if, you know, they don't have any fucking writers. Because, I mean, you have Dave Filoni and, 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 like, John Favreau and shit writing and directing episodes completely. So it's, like, completely standalone. No outside writers, you know. So get it done. You know, you're not getting paid these the wages that they're bitching about. And you're not dealing with the same shit so don't the give us the just, whole you know the mouse is just cracking the whip on the <laughs> basically yeah they're like no, fuck <laughs> like no like you're not we're not doubling your rate you know at a hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year and shit um or x amount of millions of dollars for uh you know per movie contract or what have you the whole johnny depp trial was a good little insight into how they handle all that uh, I, I need to go back over that but you know, the whole, like, movie deals. It's, like, there's definitely justification for those people bitching about what they're getting paid. And they're concerned about their whole, um, it's like, they're not even being paid. It's like, there is a more consistent expectation of, of you know, a paycheck when you're working a line at McDonald's in comparison to being a, a, a writer on a sitcom. You know what I mean? They're not being paid... Um, for seasons, they're not being paid for X amount of scripts, they're being paid per show you know, and if you watch the credits the, the writers are always being like shifted around and stuff like that, so it's hard you know, like people aren't, they're not making money like people think like these writers, for the most part are living in, 
your basic like middle class environment you know what i mean some some even in like lower class just because they're doing whatever it takes to like make a move in the industry you know and um it's a vast majority you know it's like everybody wants to see like oh everybody that works in hollywood is just rich and like you know it's blah 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 but it's like what about grips what about key grips and shit like what about you know craft services and like what about like makeup and shit you think they're getting paid $150,000 a year to like do makeup like no bro they're they're probably making like 40 grand a year and shit and having to live in LA and having to fucking pay for gas in California and shit it's like there's you know it's not glamorous in the slightest it's a very minimal amount of the Hollywood experience that's actually glamorous a lot of it is very grummy would you guys agree that it's a <laughs> it's a lot grummier you know grungy and grimy uh, than it, it actually is portrayed. Well, because 100%. I think everybody always sees like the front people, you know, yeah. like the directors, the producers, and like you said, you don't see the the last name, the the lower names of the credits. Yeah, you don't hear about those people. You don't, you don't see care them, about them. You, you walk out. You don't know what car they drive. You know, yeah, what I mean? you, like, know like, <laughs> you know, uh, if they're not on the red carpet, you don't know yeah. who they are. You know, like get out of here. Yeah, like I, I have a couple friends that are like makeup artists and shit and they're like going you know job to job movie to movie yeah like just to you know make enough money to to survive people are just like oh they just want to be paid more and it's like well yeah because everybody wants to be paid fucking more hello of course but at the same time like it's about all the other shit um you know and having to actually get some 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 consistency and assurance that they have a job and they can actually pay rent three months from now, you know, that type of thing, you know, it's, it, that's what they're fighting for. Like that's, that's what they're doing. So, you know, Hey, I'm not going to do the whole, like, Oh, I, I support them and blah, blah. But it's like, Hey, I get it. Do your thing, bro. <laughs> get that, get that fucking bag, bro. Like fuck these motherfuckers. Like they're making so much money. Like they're making so much money, especially the streaming, you know, like your Netflix, your Amazon primes, all yeah. those, you know, like, streaming services are making crap ton of money for shows that they're just dumping out like you could log into netflix and find how many new shows that are netflix specials yeah you know well at the same time you have the conflict <coughs> excuse me <coughs> you have the uh, conflict in the studio where just like any other publicly traded company the goal consistently at all times never unwaver always unwavering uh, you know, is profits is to always exceed expectations. So in like a mindset like that, anything to the contrary is, is like counterproductive, you know? Um, and they just refuse to give up any of that ground. So with them, like, cause you know, you get, there's somewhat of a rise in like horror films, more of like your, your gore films these days, like, um, what was that one clown movie that that came out not too long ago? Um, I forget. Um, but they yeah. just made a no, no, no. They just made a, a second one. Um, it too. It's a gore film, basically, though, where he's like a killer and shit. <laughs> um, we talked it's about it. I, I forget. I fucking forget. Whenever there's probably somebody's listening, he's like, "You fucking idiot! Fucking <laughs> God damn it! Spit it out! Search it on Google, you dipshit! What the fuck!" He's just punching his radio right <laughs> yeah, now. It's, it's fucking turning <laughs> off. Um, 
but yeah, there's like that. Ah, those movies are very cheap to make, but they make a lot of money in 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 relation to what they what they cost. You know what I mean? So that's the goal: spend less money, make more money. That's that's their goal. So what these people want is for them to have to spend more money to make <laughs> to make that money. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's gonna be the 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 everlasting conflict between those those two sides. You know? And then I saw like rumors where it's like not rumors but speculation as to them having to give up ground that they've you know that they've that they've gained over these decades um the last strike was in like 2008 or something like that yeah, right? it was like, like 15 years ago like yeah, and i remember that too it was in like the middle of like smallville and shit um you were freaking out i was not a happy camper for sure <laughs> but i also like didn't give a shit about their their plates um like now being like you know <laughs> being an adult it's like yeah you know what fuck those motherfuckers you know what? fuck like, those guys i'm yeah, over here making eight dollars an hour and yeah. these guys want i just want money. my next episode goddamn. <laughs> yeah i mean back then fuck we were making six dollars and 75 cents an hour um washing golf cart yeah damn i remember when i went in there and i had i got that i got a job at a ea um, I got called in. I, I, I wrote an email and then when I woke up the next morning, I had a call from their hiring department and they were like very excited to like get me in and all this shit. And I was like, all right. So it pretty much locked in the job. And I went into my boss, Chad, and I was like, yeah, I got picked up for a job at a game developer in LA in Santa Monica. Literally, um, I wasn't, yeah, no, it was EA. Like, Activision was in the same parking lot as American Golf, but uh, pretty much in that same area and shit. And he's like, I don't want you to leave. I'll give you a raise right now. And he gave me a quarter raise, bro. He gave me a quarter. He gave me a quarter raise. But the thing is, is like, I don't know, what was it, like four months later, EA laid off like 3,000 employees. You would have been job. And it would have been that. Yeah, I would have been out of a job and shit. Because they would have absolutely rehired somebody for that position. He saved you, bro. Yeah, that quarter saved me, bro. <laughs> Got Dude, I would have laughed if he would have threw the quarter on the desk and like hit you in the face. <laughs> it's like, Here's the quarter, Rich. Get back to work. Get back to work. Get behind that desk. Answer the phone's mm. ringing, dog. I mean, the thing is, like, good thing I did it because working for EA sounds like a fucking like misery, to be honest. In in hindsight, you know, and then like on top of it, like you know. I would have to drive out to fucking L.A. and deal with Santa Monica traffic. And you would have hated life. Oh yeah, I mean when I was when I was working down in in Santa Ana and having to do that commute, it was pretty fucking bad, bro. Like yeah, you were miserable. Hour and a half drive home. Like, are you fucking kidding me right now, bro? Like, <laughs> it should only take you twenty minutes. Like yeah, exactly. In the morning, on the way there at four forty-five a.m. By the way, on the fifty-seven, fucking yeah. hitting like a hundred and shit. <laughs> get, get down to Santa Ana in twenty minutes. Fucking hell yeah. Um, but an hour and a half back and shit, you know, so, um, whatever. I would have had to deal with all that and, and I, I was glad I, I passed up on that opportunity, but, um. Was it for EA, uh, like a maintenance guy? He was a QA tester. Oh. I was going to say, you could have tossed in your, your ideals while you're sweeping. <laughs> just, just like our Cheeto story. <laughs> fucker, why are you trying to hate on this fool? We'll get, we'll get to that story. Why this fool? Hey, and people out there listening and shit. <laughs> like, randomly, for no reason, this fool's trying to destroy this guy's reputation and shit. I'm not. 
Yeah, yes, he's just bitter. We'll just talk about we'll talk about why Lucas is is bitter about this whole being <laughs> an obvious uh, success story that is is backed by by fucking money, my actual paychecks that this will proceed <laughs> to. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. But yeah, Hollywood writer strike out there—that's happening. I'm positive you heard about it. Yeah, uh, it money. is what it is. We'll have to wait it out. Um, no end in sight. Very early stages. Could last months, but we'll There's see. A lot of writer room in in dark. A lot of shows went dark. Yeah, a lot of shows went dark. You SNL. know. Um, I mean, so it'll probably be a rerun on Saturday. There's a lot of dodgy shit that comes into play when you start hiring like um, scabs. Scabs, yeah. I would do it. So would I. Fuck them motherfuckers. Yeah. Get that back. Fuck them all. Take that money. I'll just um, get AI to write me a story and just be like, here, yeah, here chat, you go. Chat GPT. Yeah, dude. My, my, I guess I was kind of scared early because, I mean, when I worked at the at the construction site in Santa Ana, our job was to chase off people that were, you know, unions and shit. Uh, we paid very well, but at the same time like they were on property that was not public you know what i mean like they you can't just walk in there like that so like we had to shoot them away and shit and i also didn't like unions in that in that job and industry essentially but uh, they just didn't like it with that because we were working with like you know government contracts and shit um local government contracts but um Mine is always like when we were kids and they would have like the, the grocery store strikes and shit. Remember those? Yeah. You try to the go into motherfucking bonds yeah. and shit and people like yelling at you and like all this. It was just like not, I mean, kind of scary as a kid, but just annoying and it just like painted people in like a bad light. Just like the way that they would treat people trying to go get their food and shit. It's like, bro, I don't care how much they fucking pay you. Like, get the fuck out of the way. I need some, like, zucchini and shit. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Bro. Where do you want me to go? <laughs> <laughs> like, where else Where else can I go to get food? You know, like, the thing that like, I need, idiot. During those strikes, it was always, like, four markets in chain. You know, like, it's Stater yeah. Brothers, Albertsons. Vons. Vons. Yeah. You know, like, they're all, like, all the together. Ones, yeah. And you're like, where do you want me to go? <laughs> where am I supposed to go now? Like, you want me to go to the little Mexican market like, down the yeah, street? You know, this like, is your fight. Like, I'm sorry. This is your <laughs> fight, bitch. I got kids to I gotta go down to El, El Super and Cardenas. Uh, right. hey, hey, Carnitas pre-made and shit. If I can buy it by the pounds. I mean, come on. <laughs> so that, that was my thing. That was my exposure to them as a young age. You know, what unions are and how they operate and what they do and like the whole picketing thing. And, Dude, I grew up in a union house and my dad would be like, you can't drink Pepsi. You can't do this because they're not union or, you know, we can't, we can't shop at Walmart. I never shopped at a Walmart for like the longest time because they're not union. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've just, we, I just haven't spent very much time in industries that had unions. You know what I mean? Like golf courses definitely don't have unions. They're yeah. kind of made just working there, to be honest. You, like anybody working there is smart enough to realize the amount of shit that you get for free far outweighs your paycheck like tenfold and shit oh, the sure. amount of yeah, golf like and golf, golf balls yeah. that we <laughs> was like in the tens of thousands of dollars per month and shit like we were hitting so many golf balls bro like I mean, so many I mean, shit i didn't even work at the golf <laughs> yeah you were like that. free golf for yeah me. like like they know, like they we the, nobody in that industry would sacrifice that because the amount of shit, free golf carts, yeah. like getting all hooked up and shit, free food, like you know, dirt cheap shit, you know, like 
discounts, access to like vendors, like the being able to go on the course in the middle of the night in the dark and watch planes <laughs> take off while you smoke bowls in the tea box and shit. <laughs> like all that shit, bro. Like, they, know, they know. It's like a come up. So ain't nobody going to fucking set up a, a, a union and golf courses and shit. Oh, so. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I just haven't looked, worked in that industry. I'm sure there are, there are reasons that people do kind of craft their entire, like, you know image around is like this union thing no it's um, not that great i don't know <laughs> i get it if it's about you making the money that you deserve all power to you and i support it you know what i mean but other than that like i don't, know, I don't give a fuck get the fuck off my off my 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 feed bitch. Come on, come on. <laughs> get off my fucking feed i don't give a shit uh, next one on here doom 2 trailer drops what'd you guys think did you watch it i did uh, i need to i i'm lagging behind on did that. you guys watch dune though yeah yeah i tried to rewatch it and got to like the whole like assassination part and i, I was like yeah i'm kind of bored i have to rewatch it it is a long movie it's a very visually spectacle film you know driven film um very ambient you know it was flute guy from fucking the the award shows last year he, he was mm-hmm. the one that made the music for that film and Works with okay. with Zimmer, right? Han, Han Zimmer. Han Zimmer. Um, so like you know, like it's a cool movie to watch. It's just it doesn't have that rewatch like hit. You know what I mean? Like you rewatch like in our in our experience, like Superbad, for example. It's like you know you're gonna be laughing like at least yeah, like every like die. five minutes and shit. You know, like you know you're gonna have a chuckle. Like in Dune, it's like okay, well it's another twenty five minutes until that one scene that's pretty cool and shit. <laughs> and the rest are just like establishing shots and really like again grandiose type imagery and shit and uh, a visual spectacle for sure definitely something you'd want to watch in like IMAX or like at the movies uh, respectable and like 4K it's like I totally get it but it doesn't have that like rewatch hit for me it was a good book good series <laughs> I mean I'm not even gonna try to get into all that the amount of the correlation between like Dune and what George Lucas stole from Dune is astounding even yeah. down to spice, like the spice runners. Yeah, are we literally in the same universe? Like, it's even. I mean, after watching uh, Clone Wars and shit, it's like kind of getting like the same vibe. <laughs> like, I know it's, I know it's like you know, it's you a got little George Lucas but... stealing from Dune. You got uh, what's her name, J.K. Rowling stealing from George Lucas. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, I mean, you know, there's the Star Wars in particular was was like a culmination of many different inspirations, if you will. They must have just read the uh, How to Steal Art or something like that. Yeah, successfully. Yeah. Um, man, I mean, Dune is is nice. I mean, it's a good movie. It's a clean movie. I should say nice in the sense like visually, you know, it's nice to look at. If you have a short attention span, don't do it. Yeah, experimentation failed the other night when I tried to rewatch it for enjoyment <laughs> rather than just like consuming <laughs> a movie and shit, you know. So, uh, next one on here, F one twenty three to release June sixteenth on all platforms other than the Switch. Um, I'm sure you guys aren't even probably give two fucks about F one racing or I mean or I the do. games and shit. Um, not the, not the games, but like the the Netflix show got me into. Uh, actual like f1 racing f1 to me is is like it has a certain level of like reverence to it i remember watching some special like a decade and a half ago or decade ago where they were training some nobodies in like a week to to be like racers and like see what they could do and shit and they were given like you know not so crazy cars but 
uh, all the little spe- like specific shit that they have to deal with, all the G's that they're taking, and like yeah. just everything, the breaking, the 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 hairpin decision making is just like wow, like you know. Um, but you know, I mean, no, I I like it. I watch it. I follow it. Do you actually follow it? Yeah, I report on it. Any other podcast that I do? Oh yeah. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a respectable sport. I guess in that same, but um, as far as like games go, you know, it's like damn, I got that PS5, bro. <laughs> I kind of want to get that that G series racing wheel game. Yeah, see, that's the only thing I don't have is that I don't have a racing wheel, and I yeah. did try to play it because it's on the Game Pass. Yeah, and it's just, it's not fun on controller. 23 is? Oh, no, 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 23, no. 21 is, I know. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe 22. Yeah, I, I was going to fire it up. It's, it's yeah, the turning is very quick. It's an F1 car, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's it's very different compared to, like, a rally game, which, you know, that's my thing, a cross rally. I like that type, you know, um, asphalt and dirt, you know. Um, I love dirt, the game. That was, a while, but that was a while ago. Played all of them, beat all of them, you know, except for, like, the Dirt 5. Um, really, if you're going to make a comparison, it would be Dirt Rally and Dirt Rally 2.0. Um, the simulator types. Uh, F1 is, like, it requires you to take it seriously or you're just not even going to be able to play the game. You know what I mean? It's it's one of those. It's so, it's so strict on you enjoying it a certain way that if you don't, then it's just not worth trying. Um, just like a NASCAR game, you know what I mean? It's like, can't just get out there and drive fast. You can't, you can't Ricky Bobby and shit, you know? Um, Go fast. <laughs> you know, you gotta, you gotta we know how, left yeah, it's like they built the game around actually how NASCAR works. So you gotta know how it works. Uh, same thing with turns and like takeovers and stuff. And, and, and F1 is some like nail biting shit. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, I just put it in there because it's it's a bigger property, and uh, they've been kind of teasing it, some like the imagery and stuff. So, uh, June sixteenth for that, and everything other than the switch. First promo for the Flaming Hot movie drops releases on <laughs> Disney Plus and Hulu on June 9th. Do we seriously? Do we really need something about history on Flaming Hot Cheetos? <laughs> so I mean, like my thing is, it's the same thing about Air. You know what I mean? Like the movie wasn't about the fucking shoes, bro. <laughs> it was it was about the story behind like the risk being taken to make that, and then it being a success. Was there a risk to make flaming hot cheetos? Well, I mean, you know, to to <laughs> take the take some idea of some fucking nobody like janitor and shit, and then run with it. Like, yeah. And it's really the level of success that the item, yeah, <laughs> like, I guess, all this other fucking bullshit. I mean, like, wait a minute, you were stealing cheetos <laughs> to take home. Yeah, and instead of writing, <laughs> filling out equations on a board, he was out there stealing recipes at night. Yeah, show. there you go. Yeah, that, that he was—that was his his Goodwill hunting was him out there stealing all the fucking seasoning <laughs> secrets and shit. Um, so I was told this story when I was younger because my mom grew up like three houses away from this dude in Ontario, in California. I need to fact check that also. Um, I mean, I know the exact block. I actually know the house because she pointed at it. But, um, <laughs> like, um, he. I'm pretty positive he dropped out of high school, Ontario High, or one of the surrounding high schools. Um, probably Ontario, because that's where my mom went, I believe. But um, became a janitor, you know? I mean, you got to make some money and shit. You know, he might have gotten his GED by that point, I'm not sure. But um, at the very least, he had a, he had a janitor job. 
um, Lucas, you could relate, right? Yeah, work no, 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 yeah, Exactly, right? You're just making that money. Yeah. Do what you gotta do and shit. Worked at Frito-Lay, which is PepsiCo, and there's a factory in, in Ontario as well. Uh, my aunt worked there for like 40 years until she got her little retirement package. Dope growing up, because we had like unlimited Frito-Lay sunflower seeds, which are the best, by the way. Remember that? Um, grandma's cookies, which pretty good especially for free 99 you know what i'm saying like you always got those at the golf course and shit we would just show up with like a bag filled with just an assortment because she would bring them home uh pepsi products they got a certain amount of like free cases a week and shit that they could take home including like water whatever was it dasani um or aquafina or something something like that, like that. yeah one of their whatever's um coke cola owns dasani i might be wrong i don't know whatever but yeah. um you know they they're very like friendly company and pre-pandemic about like you know letting their employees like do shit and like you know take shit um and one thing that they were allowed to do my aunt testified she she actually made another comment about it she's like the best the best like dorito is a fresh unseasoned dorito right off the line and i remember like a year later or whatever they actually re-released their original uh tortilla chip which you could buy in like the white orange and brown bag it was like a retro looking bag uh and they're actually really good just unseasoned toasted you know nice delicious potato chi- or uh, corn chips um so supposedly this will you know you could take unseasoned cheetos off the line the same way and he would take it home and he you know it's fucking, fucking latino and shit well you gotta make everything spicy and shit like you know this isn't like far-fetched well like don't even give me that shit you know this is far-fetched you, you know this will go home and fucking put some tahini on it and shit and like he had some like cayenne pepper and like he just made his little concoctions shook it around threw it in his bag and went went to work like the next day as the story goes and my mom told me and shit and then you know he was doing this and somebody tried it and was like hey man this is really good you should let so-and-so know so that that person tried it and was like, you know, okay, yeah, put something together and then we'll we'll see what they think. And they liked it. And then the story goes, it became like the biggest thing that PepsiCo has like ever released. You know, um, people love the fucking Flaming Hot Cheetos, bro. Like, that's another thing just in, in regards. It probably deserves at least like an hour long documentary on Netflix or something. Just how crazy that shit sells, which is insane because it's a very unique and and you know it's uh it demands a lot from you when you open up a bag of fucking flaming hots and shit you know it's like you're not just having some cheetos and shit you're about to go through a little bit of a, of a fucking experience here and shit it's like you better not have it in the middle of a fucking conversation or something and shit like like, like choking and shit so like you know the story is about a latino who fucking you know was a janitor who shared an idea and ended up being you know, a fucking executive for a multi-billion dollar corporation and shit, you know, a rags to riches story and shit. I guess. And then you start digging into some shit because <laughs> you, you know, jealous, bro. You know, Frito-Lay <laughs> did say that he had no real help in creating this. So they're downplaying the fact that he was the creator of the, the hot Cheeto. And that there was already at the time, there was already recipes in different um different areas yeah so it what was, was a, it was when you said it was a variety article that you're reading or is it some yeah, random fucking, yeah um because that's so reliable <laughs> i mean there's it's just one of those things where it's like okay so 
in the universe where a random fucking, you know, janitor just ends up being a fucking executive for a multi-billion dollar corporation for no other reason other than the fact that he just, like, failed upwards and shit. Uh, what was the reasoning behind him being in the position that he was in then? That he's in now? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't say, it doesn't mention anything about, like, how it just, say... oh, it's like... They just said that it didn't happen, but he's still where he's at and gets paid what he gets paid for the thing that all these articles are now being written about and the movie was made about and shit. So that was my whole thing, whereas it kind of seems like there was some random like character assassination that came out of nowhere and shit. But um, he is a 100%, and I get, I, my mom messaged him on Facebook, um... And it wasn't like she she had read anything. She was like looking at old classmates and like she's like, oh, that's what's his name. I grew up like a few houses down from him. And then she like looked at his profile and was like, he had his position listed as, as PepsiCo. And he's like, she's like, what the fuck? He was like a, a fucking janitor. Like, what do you mean? Like, how is he fucking like the blah, blah, blah position of, of you know, PepsiCo? Like not Frito-Lay, PepsiCo, you know, like not the subsidiary. Like, the full-blown, full-blown corporation of PepsiCo and shit. Um, how did he get there? And then, like, she, you know, she messaged him and talked to him about this, and that's where she came and told me the story. So it's not like a... I mean, it's a little bit of a game of telephone, but it's pretty fucking close to the source <laughs> in the sense that she was messaging this full on Facebook and shit. And got a little bit of deets, but he is very successful at that company for, I guess, unknown reasons now. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess we'll have to see this movie and see what they say. Yeah, see, yeah. now to answer your question, <laughs> you watch the uh, June 9th, you yeah. have to go and sit down and watch this yeah. flaming movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, regardless... Is Eva Longoria on this thing? Eva Longoria produced it. This oh, is like her project it. and shit. not in it, though. Yeah, no. Definitely watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, the, the Sue Storm, like, casting and shit? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's like my connection to it. You know, I mean... I'd spend time, a lot of time at my grandma's house, uh, which is where my mom grew up and was where he's from, you know what I mean? So it's like, I very vividly know that area, it's the body one shit, <laughs> as it is what it is, and shit. I can totally believe this whole, like, you know, his upbringing and shit, so, you know, uh, we'll have to see, I will, I will actually saying, tune into that, and I, I sent that to her. Mom, he's in that position. I, I, at least we've got to see where, how. Frito-Lay claims coming out saying that this guy, you know, he was... Which is was weird. Sort of in it, you know? Which is weird. So, I mean, well, we'll see. We'll see, but... He had some some say in it, but he didn't He didn't really create the, the chip. A fucking janitor. Yeah, a janitor. Just, yeah, whatever. He's just some guy. He was in the room. He was taking out the trash when we had the idea and shit. And he said, you know? hey, that's good. Yeah. Oh, and he made his own little tweaks and then they said that Frito-Lay <clears throat> did make their own little tweaks that got ready for market so boom there alright oh, yeah. I'll watch it I'll watch <laughs> we'll it. see we'll see whatever fucking conspiracy theory during June's episodes I'll, you know, <laughs> I'll eat my words maybe I won't flame it hot Disney Plus and Hulu June 9th give it a watch uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon's Air drops on Prime Video on May 12th. Not too much to talk to here. You guys don't rock Jays. I'm the only one here that rocks Jays. So. No. I'm still going to watch it, though, fool. <laughs> I mean, it, Matt Damon. I think it's going to be out. <laughs> <It's gonna> be, <laughs> my, 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 my wife uh, was like, I don't know if I can watch it just because of Matt Damon. I was like, why? Like, It's just Matt Damon. Like, he, wrote, he helped write fucking Good Will Hunting. She's like, well, I haven't seen that. I was like, what? What? <laughs> you don't think Good Will Hunting? 
I was like, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon wrote won a, a, an Oscar for fucking writing, like back in the nineties. Like they're all Oscar award winning artists for a reason. You know what I mean? So it's like this is where they shine. So this is Oscar bait film. It's it's probably gonna win some some awards. Um, ben Affleck kind of always plays like you know, he's almost like a fucking. Nicholas Cage type character for me. Hey, so is Flaming Hot. Flaming Hot's gonna win some Oscars. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll watch some, that some Cannes Film Festival. And shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Hey, Disney Plus though, that's a lot better than what I thought it would be. Like straight to DVD, like bargain bin shit, at, like Walmart <laughs> or like just Netflix streaming. No, it would have been on um, not even Prime, probably like Peacock or something. Yeah, well, I mean, it probably got hung up in like the limbo because Searchlight is Fox and. Yeah, they, you know, was Buffett it going to be on shit. like Zuby or Zoomy or whatever? <laughs> Zoomy, Tubi and shit. Yeah, Tubi. Tubi. Yeah. Try to watch some I mean, fucking uh, uh, Twilight Zone. And it was like Tubi, I think, was, was where it was at. And I was like, this is insufferable. I can't watch this shit. It's horrible. With all the ads and everything. Yeah, it's ads, commercials. Can't like do things like you would normally be able to do. And it's like, I can't watch this shit. Fuck this. Yeah, I'll definitely watch Air, though. Even yeah. Even I don't. I don't wear the shoes. I mean, I like Nike. But... I'm gonna be honest with you. Like those, those are like you know my fucked up feet. Like those shoes are the only shoes that I can actually like wear. Like my my feet don't look like super like deformed in them and shit. But like you know, like they they you know they don't like hug up in the arch like you know your typical basketball shoes and shit. They're very flat. Yeah, I'm just I'm just not spending five hundred dollars on a pair of shoes. Just no, because that's second market shit, bro. I spent $108 on my fucking Jordans, bro. Yeah, like, but I'm not actually like going to get up at midnight or 3 a.m. in the morning to. I mean, I didn't do that get either. Get in the queue on, you know, some digital store to get like a, a code to buy these. I mean, that's a misconception. <laughs> that's just not how it is. Bot, bot accounts on Twitter. <sighs> I mean, yeah, the, the like, really rare ones that, that people like clamor after are ones that are like normally sent to certain retailers that people go and like wait line. But, like, you go to Nike.com right now, you can pick and choose certain pairs. Like, they run out of sizes, you know, but luckily I wear, like, a 12, so it's, like, I could easily just, you know, swoop them up. Well, um, fool, I, I ordered them, I had a coupon. Yeah, I know. They have to fucking I, put, like, I, yeah. two together for you and shit. Like, cut them in half and, like, stitch them together and shit. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, it's, like, uh, it's not as crazy as you think. Like I said, I just signed up for a mailing list, and I got a coupon I took it down to like a hundred and eight dollars, bro. Fucking... That's because Kenny wears Velcro shoes. <laughs> just nothing but Velcro and shit. I have to because of work. <laughs> They're just Velcro wrapped. It's like a, a, a strip of fucking Velcro. Got like that, boxers, got those, like boxers. Those safety shoes. Let's Whatever. I just I'm I'm a fan of the shoes. I th- I like them. Uh, I don't wear them because like TikTok kids wear them or whatever the fuck or whatever's going on out there. It's just. They're those, they're the classics and shit. They've do you model in them or do you actually crease your shoes? Oh no, I crease the fuck out. <laughs> I, I, I disrespect my J's like crazy. Oh, okay. I, uh, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I wear them as shoes. Like my God, black ones out are all scuffed. Modeling. Uh, no, no, no. I crease and, and do all that shit. I don't give a fuck. And I, I look at, I look people in the eye when I do it. <laughs> Cause it's like, yeah, well, that's how fucking much I give a fuck. Fuck you. Bend you down to I mean? uh, tie your shoe and you're just creasing that one foot. Yeah, it's like if you're not gonna wear them, then don't wear them. You know what I mean? Like I'm not wearing them like a fucking necklace and shit. I'm wearing them as a shoe. Like my black ones, my 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 city of flights. Like they're they're all fucking scuffed up, and like the sole is the only thing that's white, and like they're all like fucking stained and shit. 
Um, disgusting. Yeah, hundred percent disgusting. Like this, this inside of the shoes all worn out and fucking like. Stains from. Well, just like on the sides of like the soles of your shoes, like on the outside, you know, like you get like the scuffs and stuff. Okay. Um, like stains of like dropping food on them. No, no, no. Now that's what I gotta worry about with my new ones with my my wearaways. Those are my flaming hots and shit. Um, where they're oh, white. God. You know Imagine I mean? if they do make a flaming hot shoe. I mean, it's probably already been done. Um, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Frito Lay is not is not shy about bastardizing their products. You try tying your shoelaces, you get the dust on your. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, go check that out. May 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 twelfth, Prime Video. That one's gonna be uh, first trailer for Gran Turismo drops. Um, did you guys see this one? I liked it. It has a what's his face uh, harbor in it, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Looks in- interesting. I didn't it's, know that they were even gonna make a movie. I mean, it's based around a true story of a kid who went from playing the video game to actually being a professional racer. So, like, it is supposed to be like legit. It's not like them trying to make like an initial D movie where it's just like or Need for Speed movie where it's like you're just living in this universe. That was terrible. It's like, no, like, Gran Turismo is a game. It's also, like, a, a race, if I'm not mistaken, but, like, or a circuit. Um, but it's about a story of a kid who, you know, actually did play the game. And because the game is so, you know, simulator-ish that it actually helped him become a professional racer and shit like that. So, um, I mean, I'll check it out. I just don't like that harbor dude very much, to be honest. Uh, but also Orlando Bloom's in it, right? Is it? Uh, yeah, I think Orlando Bloom is... is was in a conversation with him in the film, the trailer. So I actually didn't pay attention to the actors. I think he's the one that is like putting together the tournament that this like kid is coming to play and, and, and all this shit. Uh, gotcha. I got sidetracked with the dude from um, stranger things. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I mean, again, the idea the concept of the film, like, yeah, I'm pretty cool. I like racing movies. So it's always fun. You know what I mean? Fuck. I even like speed racer and shit. I get laughed at for that, but I'll stand by it. I like it. Speed Racer was good, though. Yeah. The movie looks good. The, the graphics, I mean, graphics, but, like, just the quality of filmmaking looks looks pretty pretty nice. Um, I mean, the story's cool. Stories, yeah, the story Especially, sounds cool. you know, in the eSports that is an mm-hmm. Olympic sport, apparently. Um, <laughs> News to me, but, yeah, that was true. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, that's, that's a big thing now, so the, the story's a good story. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, cars are sexy to look at. Yeah, it's to watch going in sixty seconds yeah. all all day every day. You know what I mean? How can you hate on a racing movie? Yeah, you know? yeah. You just got I mean you just got to be into racing, but the thrill, the speed. Uh, next one on here, King of the Hills actor Stephen Root, who I don't know who does the voice for, has confirmed a time jump for the show's return. So it's when Bobby Hill is older. Discuss. I mean, is he going to be his dad and wear propane? Or how is, is like how old is Hank Hill going to be? You know, is he going to be like um, Bill? Oh, Bill, 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 Bill. He's Bill's Bill. voice. I can oh. hear his voice because he's the yeah, fucking, office space. Yeah, stapler and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wonder so, if they're going to be all old and decrepit and shit. Well, they're going to be like geezers. We had speculated whether or not there was going to be a time jump. And, you know, there's kind of has to be just with with Bobby and stuff like that. So we'll see. I mean, I mean, he could do all those voices that he does on the show like the same way. I mean, they didn't have to like age out like Hank and stuff like that, but... We'll, uh, we'll see. I think maybe it will be funny, though, to see them kind of, like, elderly. Right. So, like, Boomhauer, Bill. Yeah. Um, you know, Hank. Just all old and shit. I like King of the Hill. I'm glad to see his actually coming back. I mean, you brought back Beavis and Butthead. 
or not. Yeah, which didn't slap as hard. Because I think just the way that, that, that Beavis and Butthead was, though, initially, just the way that it was integrated into MTV, you know, as a thing, you know, it was like just... I mean, you were I getting other content, but it was it was still Beavis and Butthead, you know. Yeah, I don't I don't think it it hits the same with this uh, generation of kids. There's just nowhere where they go to to watch music videos other than like YouTube and shit. You know, um, do people even give a shit about music videos anymore compared yeah. to like when we were kids? You know, or even me, like it was. I would say the generation before us was the one that were really about music videos. You know. Yeah, because that's when you you get the initial MTV come out. You know? Yeah, MTV people were like, "What is this?" <laughs> and before then, I mean, it was just you know, it just, there was less and less of everything to experience in terms of music. Yeah. So, music videos in particular was a very brief period of of just the evolution of music to begin with. So yeah, it doesn't hit the same way, you know. That's that's that was the funny thing about Beavis and Butthead is that they sat there and like either talk shit or rocked out, you know. I think um, the the thing about with this series though now, like this season current is that you have that idea because it's like they're still stuck in that what they were so when they're watching videos they're just like what the hell is this yeah like that kind of thing and it's kind of like how we are when we watch you know videos on youtube and you're like people really watch this like this is what kids are all about now i mean a lot less of like youtube shit but more of like tiktok like they're stupid shit like tiktok Mm -hmm. is like an anomaly to me like it's when we were younger, like a person wouldn't degrade themselves in, in public like that. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't know what it is. Like, we wouldn't like it would be so embarrassing to like dance in the middle of a fucking like library or supermarket and shit, uh, just to post something on like the internet and shit. You know? Uh, so I don't know. There's just I don't know. That's whole boomer rant, but uh, just overall and the way that like people are entertained is, is dramatically different from when Beavis and Butthead and, and all that shit was out, you know, uh, we talked about it with like, you know, married to children, like shit like that couldn't be made. So uh, I don't know. There's some limitations. Um, I'm moving on here. Just handful left. Pedro Pascal cast in Ridley Scott's gladiator sequel. Should be interesting. My mistaken. <laughs> Did I remember it correctly? Uh, didn't like everybody dying. <laughs> didn't like everybody die in that movie. So, in terms of sequel, what do you guys think that a sequel to Gladiator would be? I would think maybe hit like that character like telling stories and then of him and then potentially like someone try to be the next Gladiator. I got. I don't even know. <laughs> Damn, the fuck! It's not like you're having a stroke and shit. <laughs> God damn it, Kenny! Today, Junior. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking it's gonna be like a. It's got to be just a different person, different story, just in the same vein as you know. How about just call it the next Gladiator? Yeah, Gladiator returns. The you know, vengeance. It, it, I don't think it's going to do anything with the previous story. It's probably just going to be a whole new story. Of a new yeah, it'll be a whole new story, but in that same idea where it was like a slave who becomes a gladiator of sorts. Um, uh, maybe, maybe like a kid. Maybe a kid saw that gladiator 
you know, and then somebody in that's in that arena he, or something. Yeah, like he like heard about up, it or something. Became another slave, and now he's doing the same exact. Yeah, thing. it probably would be something like yeah. that, right? Where it would be Maybe like he a, was a janitor, a slave child. He had the spicy ass recipe and shit. He changed the kingdom. He throws the chili powder in people's yeah. eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it's like the sand. It's like the sand. <laughs> Rubs Cheeto um, dust in their face. <laughs> Hot Cheeto dust. Damn, we just wrote a movie engine. There we go, bro. Uh, Ridley Scott. Um, Hit us up. <laughs> yeah, it probably is going to be like that, right? Some some like child slave who's inspired by the story of, of Leonidas. No, not Leonidas. Uh, fucking what's-his-face and shit. Yeah, Russell Crowe. Leonidas. Shit. This is my... <laughs> um, Maximus Cerulius. Yeah. My thing was it was that like everybody reported that a confirmed... Uh, you know, new gladiator film will be led by Pedro Pascal and there's absolutely no word as to what his role is. Role is so yeah. a lot of jumping the gun on that like one you again. You could even be like the janitor. Uh, well, he be, he he literally be, be the janitor. Right? <laughs> yeah. He could be the janitor. Making no, the I mean, like, he, he could be like the uh, emperor or something. Yeah, he could be the bad guy, you know, which actually would be a fucking good role for him. I don't see him as a bad guy. I do. I mean, no, I don't think he has it in him. I mean, in a, in the last a, time he played a bad guy was in the last Wonder Woman movie. I mean, he's not that good in fucking Last of Us, guys. <laughs> he's a pretty shady character, to be honest. Like, you're just in the inner circle with him, but from the outside looking in, like, motherfucker is pretty What did he brutal. do in Game of Thrones? Who was he in Game of Thrones? He was that, um, the flamboyant. He, he died off pretty quick. Yeah. He did, right? But he was No, he stuck around for like six episodes, five episodes. Out of a seven year Yeah. Well so yeah. But I'm just saying like in terms of like, you know, he he's he fought the mountain, got his head crushed. Yeah. He beat the shit out of the mountain and then the mountain's on the ground and then kicked out his legs and rolled over and then crushed his eyeballs with his thumbs. Yep. <laughs> Uh, like one of the most memorable deaths in the series and shit. And then you got people on the internet being like, I don't understand how all of a sudden Pedro Pascal is like super popular. And it's like now like oh, out of nowhere, he's he's everywhere. And it's like, he's been in the industry for like decades, you yeah. fucking idiot. Like, what are you yeah. talking about? Like literally, like, like he's been in episodes of like Buffy the Vampire Slayer back in the day with Sarah Michelle Gellar and shit. He's just literally your typical actor, like a small actor. Who just and keeps he working? Made his, yeah, made his break. He got the right role. He did the right performance, which was Game of Thrones. You know, yeah, mm -hmm. very flamboyant, and you rooted for that character, and you and you hurt to see him die, and the the sacrifice and like just the weight of him dying at that moment was very real. You know, like he was fighting for the kingdom. You know, like and and didn't give a shit, and then paid the price. And ever since then, he's just been off the chain. You know, and picking picking up steam. So. Good on him. Uh, I don't know about Gladiator sequel, but I could see him in a villain role. I'll take him as as some reigning leader or some shit like that. Uh, I could see him in that type of like getup. So we will see. Uh, Jim Lee has been promoted to president, publisher, and CCO of DC, Chief Creative Officer. I mean, I, you know, you guys probably don't even know who Jim Lee is, really. Right? I know who he is. I follow Artist. him on Instagram and what he does. Yeah, what he has been doing. So, I mean, it, I, in terms of art style, I like Jim Lee's art a lot. Um, he's prolific, though, when it comes to, like, fuck, anybody can have his, his sketch because he sketches a lot when it comes to, like, art, autographs and shit. So his work is, is out there. Yeah. Um, he is responsible for the New 52. 
if I'm not mistaken. So pretty hated in terms of like that that story, you know, like New Fifty Two is kind of universally universally despised. The art style, like the vibe, all that stuff is very cool that he sets up, but in terms of like storytelling, kind of dire. Uh, so he's been kind of given the role of, I mean, it's the CCO, right? So yeah. it's a person who determines the feel and, and continuity of, of something like that. Um, so, I mean, if anybody was to be given that role, it's kind of like Dave Filoni being given that type of role for Star Wars. It would make sense. You know what I mean? Um, but a lot of people, uh, you know, a little, little iffy on that one because of his role. Uh, I could have swore he was already in those types of positions, but I guess I was wrong. But yeah, he's he's live streams on Twitch. You can watch him actually oh, I draw. I didn't know he did that. Oh yeah, That's consistently. Cool. He's been doing it for years, and he does his covers like he's him inking and and drawing and stuff like that, and. He's giving lessons essentially constantly about how to do this, how to do this, what you should look out for. You could tell by doing this, if you do this and you change this, you know, so uh, he's, he's very good at watching. And, and if you're, if you're into that type of art and stuff like that, so check it out. I think it is actually like Jim Lee or the real Jim Lee at, at Twitch or something like that. Just check it out on Google. Uh, Discord will soon require its users to create new unique names. No more of the uh, hashtag and then four digit number, you know. Um, people are not too happy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's like, I like just having like my name and not having to worry about fighting for some type of, you know, unique name. I always yeah. hate that having to sit there and try and try and try until you find something that somebody doesn't have. And it's right. something that you don't even want. The name has already been taken. Yeah. I hate it. So I was actually kind of stoked, especially, I mean, even with like Xbox it's the same way. Right. It's like. Yeah. You make a name and it, you know, you can overlap with other names as long as you just keep track of your last four digit number. Um, I like it. I wish they stuck with it. It's, it's fine the way it is, but they're going to make that change. And the way they're responding to that, the backlash is kind of like, yeah, it'll be fine guys. Don't worry about it. So <laughs> just like everything else. Yeah, it'll, it'll, be like, fine. it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Fuck you. It's going to take you like 15 minutes to think of a whole new name, but yeah, <laughs> you'll be fine. Uh, last one on here. Spider-Man remastered drops on PS5. Finally later this month. Um, you know, I just, I, I played Miles Morales and it was kind of like, damn, I kind of wish I played a real Spider-Man game <laughs> and, uh, you know, they're re-releasing it. It came out on PC first, this remaster, and now it's I moving mean, over to, to PS5. So sexy give Miles Morales its due. It was, it was the flagship for when PS5 was released. Yeah. It was to show off like, oh, this is how much better it looks compared to the PS4 version, but it was not a game. It was a DLC thing. Like, I I I played the game before because they they reuse certain aspects of Spider-Man for Miles Morales. So it's like you're in the same spot doing the same thing for a different game, you know. Um, but here I am going to pay the ten dollars for the upgrade fee to re replay the entire original game all over again because I'm about that life. Eventually, you do something. See. Yeah. Well, I mean, I 2K when you say you're not going to get 2K, and then you get. Well, the thing is, like, I'm not going to be paying for it. You know, sister-in-law has, uh, you know, the the PS4 version, and just install it. I mean, yeah, I need to keep her disc to continue playing the game, but just the upgrade fee for PS4 to PS5 is just ten bucks. Uh, so if you have the game on PS4, just have it installed in PS5. Go to the store, and you should have an upgrade package for ten dollars. Uh, which is what I'll do. And, uh, 
you know, I'll play it for two weeks, I'll 100% it, and then uh, I'll throw it away. Like that fucking Toy Story meme and shit. Like, I'm done playing with you, no shit. <laughs> so is, I've done that, like, I don't know, 900 times and shit on my Steam Pro Yeah, basically. It's like, uh, all right, I got my two hours done. I'm done playing with you. Well, as always, you know, I always do my free games and heavily discounted games. Uh, you know, I wish wish we landed a little bit differently with May 4th. Had some, some sales that were going on. Not sure if you guys took advantage, but... Uh, everything from squadrons to battlefront to to you know everything star wars was on sale uh skywalker saga deluxe edition i think was like 27 bucks something like that um the basic game was like 19.99 might want to check the stores actually because i think they were a lot longer than just 24 hours and you might be able to squeeze them up yeah so so check them out if you guys if you guys get there in time uh, check up any of the uh, Star Wars titles, and it'll most likely be on sale. Uh, but what I got this week over here on the Epic Game Store, Horizon Chase Turbo. I played this game. Uh, it's kind of like trying to be like Cruising World, but pff, it can't. Uh, Cruising World and Cruising USA were like my favorite games of the arcades and shit like that. But uh, this one's kind of like trying to be like it. It's an overly polished retro feel. So it's like, it's not like low quality, it's high quality, low poly. So. Um, you know, you think you're going to have that same fun, but really it almost turns into like a drift simulator. So, uh, it being free, you know, put it on your, on your, your roster. The fuck? Did you just like bang your head and shit? What the fuck was that? Did you just collapse? Did you just fucking collapse? Hello, Katie? Katie? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Are you You good? Yeah. Uh, cool. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, I yeah. gotta add the number number two uh, clip. Yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ! I don't know if I can just holy shit. I just like yeah, it sounded like your forehead hitting like the desk and shit. Uh, but yeah, it's it's not cruising world. It's not cruising USA. It's a free game, and uh, you know it's worth a try. So give it a shot. A couple beers, and it'll be a, a decent game. Uh, next one on there is Cal the Kangaroo. This is free on Epic Game Store. Both of these actually free on Epic Game Store until May eleventh. Uh, it's an action-adventure platformer, kind of kind of like uh, Crash Bandicoot. I'm not sure if you guys played Crash Bandicoot. It's a rage-inducing video game, but uh, kind of yeah. like that. Um, give that a try, May 11th, for both of those games. And uh, since we're going bi-weekly now, we won't hear, be here next week. The best I could tell, uh, one game free next week will actually be a DLC uh, pack for Sims 4 uh, on Epic Game Store. And that's from May 11th to May 18th. And it features the Jungle Adventure, Luxury Party, and Fashion Street DLC pack. So if you play Sims 4, you know, you probably know that's like, I don't know, probably like $95 worth of content and shit. Because they like to really price up their DLC packs. But uh, if you got on Epic Game Store, you can get some DLC packs for free in the following week. Uh, and that is it for this week's show, ladies and gentlemen. As always, I like to, uh, you know, blast our social media, but I wanted to go and reiterate we are switching to a bi-weekly schedule for the spring and summer seasons. Spend some time with the family. Enjoy that weather. You know, so we'll, 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 we'll take advantage of the, the sunshine while we can. Uh, the updates on Instagram and stuff will remain the same, uh, sticking to some of the, the juicier bits throughout the week. Uh, you can find us at Nerd Chatter Show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. You can find the Nerd Chatter Podcast anywhere you can find podcasts, including Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Spotify, and basically anywhere else you find podcasts. Uh, make sure to subscribe and follow while you're there. It would be much appreciated. 
Uh, all of our episodes are uploaded to our YouTube channel where we also do live uh, weekly streaming uh, events, you know, spectacles, if you will, playing various games and drinking. Gonna be doing that tonight. What did I say? I, was, I would try out Star Citizen maybe and um, yeah, do some, some Skywalker Saga. Uh, almost finished uh, episode fucking, what is the eight, I think it was. Uh, so finish that up, start on the, the final game and, and see what we can get. I uh, had a DLC for that to so people for May the 4th. I think you can actually still get it, but they have uh, Luke's uh, Luke Starkiller skin in Lego Skywalker Saga. Uh, if you want to take advantage of that, just log into the game. And, uh, yeah. So we're going to get on some of that tonight on YouTube. Uh, Nerd Chatter show for that as well. And if you'd like to support the show, you can head on over to our Discord channel. Where we do actually still have those Twitter retweet bots cycling away. Some of the newer... Uh, newer news that we post throughout the week on our Twitter, uh, as well as sharing the free games from the week and, and all that good shit. So, uh, you guys, thank you for being here. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, always. <laughs> Kenny, I hope you, uh, you recover from your concussion and shit. And, Whatever uh, that was. Yeah, we'll, we'll be back in a couple weeks. <laughs> it was my controller. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so... You know, uh, head on over to the YouTube, or yeah, head on over to the Instagram and eh, Twitter. You know, if you want to get the the feed on the on the the news that we're keeping up with. Since switching over to a bi-weekly, probably best to, to keep an eye on that too. So, uh, we're gonna head on out of here. You guys take it easy. Late. Later. Later. <laughs>